Dunlop disease. Find out what it is. Redeeming the Time Brothers podcast, a podcast by Gene Kissinger and Norman Kissinger, two brothers who spent their lives in ministry and raising large families. Our desire is to provide a digital place for those who long to belong. We're also bringing discipleship tools across multiple platforms to help believers grow in their walk with God so that at the reappearing of Christ, Christ will have no trouble recognizing his children from those that are of the world. We believe that we should have a distinct before and after in our conversion experience. In other words, after we met Jesus, we should be radically different than we were before we met Jesus. So we're gonna help you get there. And Dunlop disease actually has something to do with it, but let me read the nightlight first. The nightlight is out of 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7 through 9. It says, But refuse profane and old wives' fables, and exercise thyself rather unto godliness. For bodily exercise profiteth little, but godliness is profitable unto all things, having the promise of life that now is, and of that which is to come. This is a faithful saying, and worthy of all except expect, expect, acceptation. I don't know why I can't say that word. I have a delayed tongue. It doesn't work well. I want to talk to you a little bit about exercise and then spiritual exercise. <clears throat> Dunlop disease is when your belly Dunlopped over your belt. And I'm afraid at the age of 57, I have Dunlop disease. My, my belly Dunlopped over my belt or the, the chest of drawers disease. My, my chest has dropped down into my drawers. I'm getting fat is what I'm trying to say and I need to exercise more. As I've grown a little bit older, I've noticed that I'm losing a few steps. I'm not quite as tough as I used to be. When I was in high school and junior high, you know those ropes that would hang from the ceiling in the gymnasium? With just my arms, I could climb that three times, up and down, up and down, up and down. I couldn't get three feet off the ground on that thing right now. I'm weak, and that's not okay. I've got to get in shape. Now, the Bible doesn't say bodily exercise doesn't profit at all. It says it profits little compared to spiritual exercise. In other words, there, there is a um, corollary between physical exercise and then the spiritual exercise that we're supposed to engage in. Just as our body needs to, be, needs to move to physically stay healthy, our spiritual body needs movement. You can't just coast in either realm. There's an old principle that those that teach exercise, physical education and physical therapists will tell you, if you don't use it, you, fill in the blank, lose it. Whatever ability you don't use, you lose. And that is especially true in the physical and the spiritual realm. And so what I would like to challenge you to do is to have a holistic health and fitness program. In other words, let's work on getting fit uh, in a complete way for God. It would be a good idea for those of us that are a little bit overweight to perhaps do push-backs instead of push-ups. A push-back is when you push back from the table after only one plate and not going back and getting seconds. Uh, but, not, but beyond that too, maybe we need to move more. Uh, maybe we need to walk more. Maybe we need to drink more water and get more sleep at night and knock off just spending hours and hours in front of screens and maybe getting out in nature and moving around a little bit. In other words, uh, we need to take care of our physical bodies because they're the mechanism, the container in which God has placed our spirit and soul. But also, we need to take care of our spirit and soul with those exercises that draw us closer to God. Let me ask you this. 
How much Bible did you read last week? How much Bible did you read last week? How many chapters did you read? How many verses did you memorize? How much did you meditate on one of those passages throughout this week? Um, let me ask you this. How much time did you spend in prayer this week? How much time did you spend talking to God? And then tell me how much time you spent talking to all of your friends on Facebook or on the phone or by texting. But how much time did you communicate with God, the one that created you? How much time did you spend witnessing, sharing your faith, your, your faith walk with others around you? I know that you shared testimonials about some uh, restaurant that you loved or about a new hobby that you're excited about, but did you tell anybody about how Jesus Christ saved your soul this week? I don't know if you're like me, but a lot of those questions could get almost personal, couldn't they? I think that we need to exercise ourselves unto godliness. And maybe we need to set up an intentionality to it. Billy Sunday used to talk about uh, the golden hour, and he talked about reading the Bible for 15 minutes a day, praying for 15 minutes a day, witnessing for 15 minutes a day, and worshiping for 15 minutes a day. It's a, a kind of a just setting aside a tithe of your time each day to honor God. I want God to remember me every day. Might be good if I remembered Him every day. Just a little challenge. Is your spiritual life a Dunlop disease? If you're growing a little spiritually flabby, maybe it's time to do some pushbacks and to push-ups and get spiritually fit. Let's pray. Dear Lord God, I thank you for these that are here. Under the sound of my voice, grant them a supernatural sense of your presence and blessing as they go through their days. Help us, God, not to ever neglect or reject the work that you're doing in our lives. Help us to become spiritually fit men and women who are living in a way that is pleasing to you. Help us to build our spiritual bodies as we also build our physical bodies. Thank you for all that you've done. Watch out over us in this hour. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good night.